0: Hey folks, welcome back to the show. My guest today is going to talk to you about the brain. It's, he's going to talk to you about how to optimize your brain and very, very, very cool technology that combines both light and sound to help you get your brain working better. It's actually technology that can help you with state transitions, which of course can be very tricky for people. So going from awake to asleep, going from asleep to awake, going from scattered to focused, from anxious to calm all those beautiful things. The device, of course, is called the BrainTap and it works with software on your smartphone. My guest is none other than Dr. Patrick Porter, who is a psychologist, the founder and creator of BrainTap Technologies and the inventor of the BrainTap headset. So it's very cool technology. I used it myself. I've used it myself now off and on for the last couple of months. And as you know, I've got lots of technology at my fingertips for my brain. So I'm always trying something new, but I've have to say that although the BrainTap required a little bit more commitment from me in terms of needing to use it three times a day, after being consistent for a couple of weeks, I definitely found that I was starting to feel more focused and getting more done. Very interesting experience. It's something that I think if you can get around to it, it's definitely something to try. If you decide to do so, the folks over at BrainTap have created a really nice offer for the listeners of this podcast. You can go to specials.braintap.com forward slash BSP. So those would be the initials of the podcast. B is in biohacking, S is in superhuman, P is in podcast and performance, of course. You can check it out. You can find Brain Tap on Instagram, of course. And I believe that Dr. Patrick Porter also has an Instagram account. Always lots of great information there. If you want to reach me, you know where to find me the best ways through my website, natnidham.com, which will also give you information about my new community on Mighty Network's BSP community, which I would invite you to to check out and to join if you're feeling inspired. It's gonna be a great place to talk about anything your heart desires. There'll be live Q&As with me, live Q&As with experts I've interviewed on the podcast, lots and lots going on over there. So thank you so much for being here. You know how much I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the comments and the questions you guys writing to me. And of course, all of the reviews that you take the time to leave on whatever platform you're consuming this podcast on, because that of course is what allows us to rank up. And lately we've been in the top 50 in the US. So that is all thanks to you. So thank you so much. Let's get in a quick message from one of our sponsors, and then we dive right into the episode. Enjoy. Hey folks, I just had to interrupt to tell you about a new development in the molecular hydrogen space. You guys know that I love molecular hydrogen and that I use it every single day. And when it comes to my hydrogen, I choose Rejuvenation from Drink HRW because of the rigorous testing, clinical trials, and their mission to create products backed by science. Well, Drink HRW recently came out with a new hydrogen tablet that I am so excited to tell you about because it's got all of the same benefits of rejuvenation. It combats excess oxidative stress, it supports healthy aging, and so much more. But this new tablet has a special ingredient called Immunol P20, which works alongside heart to deliver even more benefits. The newest tablet is called Harmony because it does just that. It brings the processes in the body into Harmony while supporting respiratory health, maintaining well-being when under stress, and improving metabolic function. I love the feeling of confidence in my health when I think about facing this upcoming fall and winter knowing that I have support behind my immune and metabolic systems. So I've teamed up with Drink HRW to bring you a special deal that you can only get here. Just use code LONGEVITY to save 15% at Drink w.com forward superhuman, and be sure to grab Harmony, which I've been obsessed with since I started using it a month ago. Again, that's longevity at drinkhrwcom forward slash superhuman to save 15%. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here make sure that you check with your medical provider dr patrick porter welcome to the show it is such a pleasure to have you here today
1: it's great to be here thanks for having me
0: yeah so um, so we met briefly at paleo fx i think it was kind of close to the end of the event because i'm pretty sure if i would have met you at the beginning of the event i would have just hung out with you for a whole bunch of time <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a great, I thought it was a great event. I know it wasn't as well attended, but it, I mean, we met a lot of great people like yourself there. And so I think the the real players came out and I mean, it was, um, people are still a little leery, I guess, going out to events, but we've had some pretty good, good events since they yeah. opened up.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but what I've found is the events I've been to that have been a bit smaller. What's the nice thing about it is you do get to connect with people in a different way right where it's not quite as frenetic as some of the big ones and I know you're doing one of the biggest ones this fall and I think you will find that experience to be quite different
1: <laughs> yeah last time I couldn't even get near my own booth so uh you know but, but we got we, this time if people remember those kind of events like last time it was in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. now we have twice the space so we, wow. we hopefully will be able to handle the people coming
0: well, you'll be changing a lot of brains while uh, while you're down there. So so I really like to start my podcast talking a little bit about you. You know, what what brought you to what you do today? Are, have you been a brain tap guy since the beginning? Did you join the company? Are you the founder of this technology? Tell us a little bit about Dr. Patrick Porter and how he's how he sits here before me today with, with this amazing technology.
1: All right. Well, I was blessed to be the son of an alcoholic, so that that started my journey. My dad got help doing something called the Silva Method, which a lot of people, there's still millions of people doing it today. He was one of the first people trained by Jose Silva,
0: mm-hmm. and uh,
1: so he was there when Laura was just a child, and I was brought up doing it. I'm, I'm actually, when I was 12 years old, he helped me create my first affirmation tape that I woke up to. Um, I was a very negative kid. And, uh, you know, I thought God's whole business was making sure my life was terrible and rough. And my dad had me read a book called As a Man Thinketh. And I had to read it every day in the summer and go up and tell him how I was going to implement those principles. Wow. And that book went on to other books. And I I like to tell people I had my midlife crisis when I was in a teen years, instead of waiting (laughs) till I was 40. (laughs) But uh, I started reading those kind of books and and integrating it. And and of course, it, it helped me in sports. But then later in life, I went to school for electronics, and I I love I'm I'm kind of a geek in, by nature, and but I love to meditate, so uh, I basically were able to marry the two when I went to nice. work for a company called uh, Light and Sound Research. In the eighties, we invented the very first portable light and sound machine. We called it the MC Square, uh, and so we I've been doing it since then. Uh, I I actually sold a business. I started a franchise company in between that in brain tap. And I sold that in 2002. And I was just out speaking and talking about the brain. And then in 2014, I got this idea of building out what you see before you today, the brain tap with the ear lights. And I I was really looking at uh, the doctors I was working with. They were using lasers uh, to hit the meridians and open up the the neural pathways of the body. Um, Most people don't realize that we have a thinking immune system and our nervous system is basically... 30, 70% of it's in the brain. Mm -hmm. So we can trigger that through those meridians in the ears. So I used uh, 470 nanometer light and 650 nanometer light, basically because those are safe and we don't have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen to people. If I'm looking at maybe including more infrared because that would be really good for brain health. Uh, but in the eyes, we use the 470 nanometer light. We've used every light imaginable and that light is the safest for the eyes and your eyes are closed. So if people are going, there's blue light, it doesn't really affect you. It, it only has eight LEDs. So when you're looking at your monitor, you have over a million or a million, million, whatever it is, you know. Okay. To, so it's a very low level amount of, uh, really we're looking at energy. It's not the light that's as important because it's such a low level. And 470 nanometer light doesn't even penetrate your eyes eyelids. So it's when you have the dirty light that's on the monitors and the house lights, and um, you would have to have a lot more light to do some damage. Most of our sleep studies have been done with that. But then what happened to me over time, when I invented this, this one, it was just going to be for me to use at seminars. And when I was doing it, I'd never had any intention of building a big company again, like I had before with my franchise. But now's the time, you know, Mm -hmm. we're we're finding that so many people, and there are so many different applications now. When I first started, it was about pain control. Most people don't realize that we only experience pain in a brainwave of beta. If we, if we have a high, the higher the beta ratio in our brainwave profile, the more pain we experience. The less beta in our brainwave profile, the less pain. And if we can teach somebody to get a, a, a lower amount of beta, they can actually go through painless surgery. Like I did, I went through painless surgery to have shoulder surgery with nothing more than my dad training me to use my mind. So our You're body, getting, can like, do no,
0: anest- no, no anesthetic. anesthetic,
1: no anesthetic. They could open my shoulder, took a piece of my collarbone, put it over here with a screw through it. And I didn't use anything, but my breathing techniques and, um, visualization. I teach that on the brain tap has the whole series in our brain free lifestyle. I taught the the series. It's a little bit of Silva, a little bit of uh, Dr. Kroger. There's a couple different methods that I learned over the years and I kind of put them together into that series.
0: That's incredible. So, so you totally nailed one of the big questions, probably because everybody asked you this question <laughs> when we put the visor down. And for people who are watching this on YouTube, there'll be most people listen to this on uh, on Spotify. For anybody who has not seen the Brain Tap headset, it looks like this, and so the visor shines that has two, I don't think I can show them here. Yeah. You can see these, these two kind of headlights and they've got um, four, four LEDs in each and they, they will, they will flash blue light, as you said. And I was, of course I was dying to ask you, I'm like, why are those lights blue? Why are they not red? Because when we're sleeping, wouldn't we want red instead of blue? So I'm, I,
1: you would, you would think that would be true, but it's not uh, it's red not- light actually is uh, energizing. So if you want to energize the, the cells, yeah. In the morning, red light's good. I mean, we actually have a product that, that we promote and we're researching from John Ott. If you, John Ott is the main man when it comes to light. Uh, he had the outline generator in back in the 70s. And he talks a lot about seasonal affective disorder. We have a little pad that has infrared and full spectrum light. And we've shown that it increases, uh, you know, mitochondria production in the body by about 30% just doing your email. So you wow. set it up beside your computer and do it because most people don't have the right light. But red light, uh, we've never had anyone have a seizure with blue light, but we have had people who are photoepileptic which is a subset of epilepsy that have triggered epilepsy when we were using red light, because we're not only, it's not just like a, when most people are using red light therapy. So when you think about the blue light, people have asked me that over the years, why blue light, why not red light, why not white light? We actually have a prototype that uses full spectrum light. So we have all the colors. We can, like when you're in theta, it would be a nice purple. We, we have those, but it's not purple like an LED because that would be damaging to the eyes. So, the, what it, what's really important is that you can have your eyes open with ours. We've done two different studies on mm-hmm. uh, relieving the pressure of uh, macular degeneration. Uh, red light will do the same thing. They, A lot of people say, oh, don't have your eyes open when you're doing 650 nanometer light or 810 nanometer light. But the reality is that our bodies actually produce 8, 10 to 8, 60 nanometer light. Every person does. So no it's kidding. not, uh, yeah, most people don't realize, uh, you know, Tom Brady is right, the football player. Yep. Yep. He has clothing he calls TB12. That's recovery wear. Well, our science officer at BrainTap created that, saw that clothing for him. And because we all emit this infrared light, and some people do more than others, that's why they're healers. You walk, you just get in their presence, mm-hmm. and they have this healing energy. Now we're proving that it's not just some metaphysical mumbo jumbo. It's actually true that we are all light. We we emit light, and it's it's being emitted by our mitochondria. Right. And actually, I had Dave Asprey on one of our uh, uh, shows, and he's the one who. Kind of tipped me off to uh, photo uh, this this photic exchange of information in the body. So I started researching it about three years ago, and um, <clears throat> lo and behold, there's a lot of science. In fact, we our body communicates not only through the electrical system, but we have this light system, this biophotaic light, and it really stems from our how we trigger our genetic code, who we show up as, in other words. So light will trigger us to either. If it's good light, then it's going to have a show up as more powerful super being or whatever, because mm-hmm. are, we're going to show up with all that energy and vitality. If it's bad light, then it, the cell has a cell danger response. And it, just like we would get in the fetal position if we're under a great deal of stress, our body is kind of doing that. It's kind of imploding on itself. And when we have the light, what they found was uh, in, night, in 2003, you might remember they, they mapped the human genome, yep. but did, they didn't. They only mapped 1% of it.
0: Yeah. You for know, sure. you it was taking... one of the most, it was kind of like the lunch bag letdown of the big things, right? <laughs> it was like this big crescendo, and it was like, oh, that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, now, now because we have uh, what they call fuzzy logic and we can do more than just think linearly, we can think, you know, kind of globally. They now know that that other 99% is because every 40 seconds your body is changing at a cider level. Every cell of your body is changing every 40 seconds. It doesn't all happen at once. You know, it's all happening in, in waves. But that, that light, that's what happens as we age, unfortunately. If we don't keep our our body healthy and full of light, like our brain with neuroplasticity, then we lose the capacity to think, act, and reason because we don't have access to those memories the, through the hippocampus which under stress will have less blood flow which means less oxygen which means less energy so it really boils down to the bottom line is energy so how do we get energy into the brain through the eyes
0: mm-hmm. so uh
1: mm-hmm. and we also get energy through the brain through the ears and through the bloodstream through the ears and people always ask me too they go why lights in the ears that's kind of yeah. weird so well, this is the
0: other thing let me show you guys this um oh you can't see them but
1: if you this- turn it on though come on
0: yeah, let me turn it on here. I know my my husband's like, "Are you doing that strobe thing again tonight?" I'm like, "Uh huh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. am actually."
1: <laughs> so what I did was we figured out what the light, what a laser can do. Remember my my doctors were using lasers to help people stop smoking, stress reduction, and every everything you could think of like acupuncture, but they were calling it laser driven acupuncture. And so I thought, "Wow, what could we do?" Because my my science officer, Doctor Sadral He's done a lot of research in photobiomodulation in the brain. He's mm-hmm. actually wrote the chapter for Dr. Hamblin, the, the industry book yeah. that teaches everybody about it. Uh, Dr. Sidral the, the guy who wrote that chapter. And so we thought, wow, what if we drive enough energy like a laser into the ear? The, the energy, think of energy like water. It's going to take the path of least resistance. So it's going to yeah. look for the meridians in the body. And so we open up those meridians. A lot of people will start to feel a little heat in the ears at yeah, first. Yeah, just
0: a little warmth. It, yeah. It's not hot, but it, you just yeah. feel a little bit of, it's like energy almost.
1: Yeah. What's happening there is the ear, the blood flow through the ear slows down because it has to get through all those capillaries. So when it slows down, we have access to more hemoglobin. So now we can, we can dope it really with light. So we're going to give. we're going to dope. Now those lights aren't just signal. They're not just straight light. Mm-hmm. It's every two minutes going through a different noj frequency. There's seven of them. So you're getting, you're getting treated with frequency. So even we don't advertise that a lot because now we probably could because more people are open to frequencies, you know, like mm-hmm. the different devices like Healy and PMF and the healing frequencies. So we've had that in our system since 2014 and, but we don't tell people about it. And and that was part of our research with autism kids because we found out that they wouldn't, the regular glasses, they would throw them across the room. But as soon as we introduced the ear lights and we had the pulsating frequencies, they were getting knocked out because one of the frequencies tells the sympathetic system to, to calm down and it activates your parasympathetic which is really the theta brainwave. So you're activating the body to go into this, but you're not using the psychological approach. We're using a physiological approach. Right, so which is more physiological easier. System.
0: Yeah, you're really hacking into the system at some degree, yeah. Like, which yeah. I think is, I mean, it's like when you look at good acupuncture, treatments are, in my mind, are hacking into the nervous system and kind of helping the body to, to get into a different wave or different mode. It's interesting that you mentioned this glowing um that we emit light and glow because definitely there are people when you meet them who seem you'll t- we'll talk about when people who are radiant you know we'll talk right. about um you know a pregnant woman sometimes will be radiant and and there's more to it than just saying oh you look so happy and right. there's actually a, a gentleman that I met recently at another conference that I was actually speaking at last weekend and he's involved in, um, and you may know him, do you know Victor Sag- Sagalasky from the light water, the deuterium depleted water?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've tested that water. It's very good.
0: He, he glows. Yeah, And I literally feel like his, it's almost like his system, his mitochondria are probably operating at such a high level because they're free of this, you know, this kind of heavy water. I, you know, just as you were saying that, I was thinking of him going, well, maybe that's why Victor looks like that.
1: Well, yeah, we, we find the same thing to be true with hydrogen water, good hydrogen yes. water. Uh, our body doesn't get enough of those kind of things, but the deuterium water is, is very interesting. And I I mean, I don't take it on a daily basis, but definitely when I'm at shows, I buy it and I use it till the stock's (laughs) (laughs) up.
0: For sure. Okay. Let's get back to your thing because there's so much to unpack here. So let's talk, you know, let's talk a little bit, maybe, maybe let's talk about all the different aspects you're bringing to play. Because I, maybe before we started, you basically said to me, look, Nat, there's, five different devices out there. Each one has a piece of what we're doing. We are the one device that brings it all together into one place. So to map out where I'd like to go with this, because I get the sense you're, once I get you going, you're, you're just going to flow, which is beautiful. (laughs) So maybe explaining a little bit about all these different aspects that are built into this one, we'll call it a device for lack of a better word, And then, and then I, what I would really like to get into, but you know, maybe I'll interject at some point is understanding in how it can help different people in different ways. You've already mentioned autistic children. I've been using this three times a day now, and I don't do anything three times a day Um, you know, three times a day now for a little while. And I can feel myself wanting to get to it. So it's, you know,
1: we get high on our own supply. So I'll, Talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Yeah. The uh, what, what happens with uh, let's talk about the five components. There's really more than that. We can break it out into more, but I'll simplify it into five. Okay. We have the light okay. therapy, right? We have the we have the light frequency light in the ears, and we have the earth frequency light in the eyes. Now there's a big difference there. The Nojé frequencies can range from 190 up to a few thousand pulses per second. So those are those are also. The body responds to those not only through what they call the chromoforms that are the little batteries in every cell that's mm-hmm. what's measuring the vibration and actually adapting adapting to whatever the environment is so the light frequencies is one we have that's really important now our eyes some people say why do you have lights in the eyes what's this retinal flashing about well there's a lot of research about retinal flashing in um, depression and anxiety and stress disorders and the main reason for this is our eyes take in about 2,000 pieces of information every second, mm-hmm, but they give the brain over 10 million pieces of information every second. So that means we're making it all up. You know, <laughs> neuroscience would tell us, you know. I love that. Like, You're we're, making we're, it all up.
0: Seriously. Right.
1: So we're, we're we're collecting a little bit of data, and then the brain's writing out, this reality that we think we live in. That's why we can go to the kitchen and say, where's that salt you told me about? And you say, it's right there on the counter. And, and you're telling, like I might tell to Cynthia, it's not out here. And she goes right in front of me. There it is. I go, well, it wasn't there in a minute ago. I, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's really because we all have blind spots, but we didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't render it because if yeah. my belief was strong enough that it wasn't there, my brain will omit it. Yeah. Because yeah. The, in fact, neuroscience says, we only, we only perceive about 20% of reality. But we make up 110% of it, right? So, the, wow, the, uh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so a little bit more. Now. So that's really important. Also, the one thing that we learned over the years working with NORA, which is the neuro Research Association, was that your eyes actually control 30% of your hearing. So if you think about that for a minute, if you've been to a lecture or church and you couldn't see the person speaking, you can't hear them. But as soon as you adjust your line of sight and you can see them, now your brain is activated. This is because of a primitive reflex that we have. Could you imagine 200,000 years ago or whatever, walking through the jungle, we can't pay attention to everything that's around us we pay attention to what we're looking at so that we see a snake coming across or an animal or something like that so what they know is when you close your eyes and this is why meditation for most people doesn't work as well Mm -hmm. or not as not at all i've only had two people including gurus that could be outperformed brain tap and i'm talking about people that meditated for 40 50 years Mm -hmm. and i was taking people that had never meditated it's because the brain shuts down naturally. As soon as we close our eyes, our brain says it's time to sleep. So let's say we started meditating when we were 30 years old. We have 30 years of experience that every time we closed our eyes with the intention of relaxing or going to sleep, it followed through the progression into from beta, alpha, theta, delta, sleep, you know, and then goes through the sleep cycle. So right. now we're going to disrupt that by doing meditation. Go ahead.
0: I have a question. So, but when a, when someone goes blind, we talk about hearing becoming much more acute. Is that because at this point, the brain is redirecting resources to a sense that does work from senses that don't work?
1: Yes. And also, you you, um, I've never met a blind person that still didn't use visual predicates. They're still okay, saying, I, I what see what you're talking predicate. about. Yes, like yes, if they say, yes, yes, I yes. see what you're talking about. It looks interesting, mm-hmm. even though they're not seeing anything. Yeah. But also, our device doesn't work through the same channels as looking or seeing, but it activates those brain patterns. We're working with cranial nerve two. Basically, your eyes are not necessary for brain tap to work. Well, what's necessary is this this cranial nerve, because what we're doing, there's a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. This is, if you want to call it the uh, default mode network, some people call it that. It's basically the part of us that keeps us safe. Mm-hmm. That makes uh, make sure that we know the difference between reason and not. It would if we saw a clown at the opera, you know, that would tell us, "Hey, that's not supposed to be there." <laughs> you know, yes, it's one of those exactly. things. So, exactly. so, the brain is always doing those things. So, we're gonna we're gonna use that system to imitate Earth frequencies. Okay, this is okay. the big difference. People will look at all these frequencies, like Rife, and and they're really good. There's a lot of different frequencies, but our brain actually gets the best results from frequencies from 0.05 to 100. That happens to be the primary brainwave states. We That's why we call those earth frequencies. So we never we don't go higher than 100. Now, we don't even have very many sessions to do that. We did some psilocybin studies with gamma. So we were doing some high sessions, and people were getting a psilocybin trips without a psilocybin. Uh, because nobody gets a psilocybin trip that doesn't have receptors in their brain for a psilocybin. So it's our brain that causes the experience, the the whatever is put into our body is just presented as a option for the brain. And if we have the receptors like opioids or, or cannabinoids and all these things, it's our brain actually triggering our own neuropharmacy.
0: Right. And And so with the light, you're able to trigger those same receptors.
1: Right. If we can create the right same frequency. So we we measured people on a psilocybin and we found that they had an inordinate amount of gamma activity and gamma used to be associated with schizophrenia now they're now they're saying that this is what we need to keep that good gamma brain so that we can offset dementia and alzheimer's and things like that because it breaks down it's a natural way to break down amyloid plaque in the brain hmm. and keep the blood flow and circulation going so so light is one frequency is another there's a lot of good frequency devices out there well we wanted we all you know I'm, my point is we we're just talking about brain frequencies. Now in their really brain frequencies and earth frequencies are the same thing okay. because our brain actually mimics the earth right. in all things. So when, so because it's always measuring its environment. Now, now we go to sound. Sound is important because we've taken about 25,000 pieces of information every second. When mm-hmm. somebody tells me that they have poor hearing, that's not so. They have poor filtering. Everybody has perfect hearing. But what happens is, as we age or as we have different belief systems, we don't hear it because that person that says they don't have good hearing, if they're sitting in a restaurant and let's say they're into biohacking, as an example, and somebody two tables over says biohacking, they hear it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And so we're always filtering out our reality. Now, sometimes it can be a neurological issue, meaning that the nervous system is shutting down and they don't have the right information to hear, but the brain is very, we don't just hear with our ears.
0: No, of course not. It's the brain. Right. It's, yeah, it's, so...
1: so These, you know, these are, are just
0: like for decorative purposes, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're going to hang our glasses off. Exactly. The, uh, so, so, but as we... So what we did was we said, what are the different kind of sound frequencies people use And so we started first with using binaural beats back in the eighties. And there was a company called the Monroe Institute, which we love those guys. I used to have property in Chipman, Virginia, just down the road from them. And we were, we used to license their frequencies and then, but they didn't want to do the light. They, now they're coming on board. We're going to, they're, we're talking to them about encoding their, their, their frequencies to light because what we, they do with sound, we do with light. So the retinal flashing is actually offset. And when you're, when your brain is synchronized, you don't see the light anymore. Yeah. You create a Gaussian field. So when people at first they might have a little distraction because of the light, but once their brain learns the pattern, it's like learning a dance, it synchronizes and we it's like that black line in a movie. It omits oh, that's that.
0: why I don't see it anymore. Right. Because I was using it the other night and I was and I had to open my eye. I'm like, are the lights on? I wasn't yep, sure. That, if that happens working. all the
1: time. Because once you once you balance the brain. Yeah, That's yeah. no longer needed unless you start to stress out. Like if there was something said or done, then you'll see it a little bit more. Then then you'll balance out again. You won't see it, but you'll start to learn to visualize and, and have this almost, um, well, it is a vivid dream experience. You'll have like a psilocybin trip. You'll be yeah. in that space and you'll be able to organize your day and pre-plan and all the things we want to do through visualization because it's the rods and cones of the brain that need to be not just the eyes, but it's like, how does this mechanism work? We, we basically take it into the brain and the brain makes it all up so we can do that internally too. And right. so we have these sounds. So binaural beats are really important, but about, I think it was 2009, even before I created brain tap, the, the headset I have now, I had one called Zen frames at that time. And I was uh, on an airplane and I blew out my ear, you know, we were changing altitude yeah. and I had to have surgery to repair it. I had a hole in my eardrum and I couldn't swim or anything. So and I have about 20% less hearing in that ear or processing of, of sound. And so when I would follow, when I was looking at the binaural beats, because I always test everything myself, and the QEG was not tracking. And I said, what's going on? Well, in order for binaural beats to work, your brain has to be working perfectly. Matched. If right. not, what a, how a binaural beat works, it takes information from both sides. Let's say we put a 300 hertz frequency in one, hand, one ear and a 310 in the other the brain doesn't hear either of those. It hears 10 Hertz frequency. But if you, if you're only hearing a little bit of it, you have a delay. So now the brain has interference. So I said, well, how can we fix that? I started researching isochronic tones, which is like a waterfall is an isochronic tone. Mm -hmm. Uh, White noise is monochronic is isochronic tones. So I thought, why don't we layer in this uh, isochronic tones. And then what if we put frequencies in the background as well? So we have different sophigio frequencies on the sessions that we don't tell people about mostly because it's all just to set up the frequency of the brain to trigger different regions of the brain. And each session is different. So I've got to have a lot of different variables. So it's like going to a symphony. They all have the same instruments, but every song is different, right? Yeah. We need to do the same thing for, for the neuroplasticity. So that's what we do. And that's really why we call it, you know, a symphony for the brain we need all five of these brain waves working as an orchestra to get the brain to really work right some people go well theta is the best no if you have too much theta and not enough of the others you'll just be lazy yeah.
0: you know you, no, just, you need you need all of them for sure yeah. so, so so there's yeah, one somewhere.
1: more one more one more there one more that one more i more can go. add. Gotcha. yeah one more so the fifth one that oh no I'm mean, sorry there's two more but the 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 next one is the sound, right? Music is so important. Music therapy, gosh, for 200 years or more has been really useful. We know it really works. We've done a study, though, that showed that when you're listening to music, you get this great, they call it the Mozart effect, because your brain synchronizes. And that's where baby geniuses came from. You know, the the movie Baby Geniuses, they would play music for the babies. While that music is playing, our brain synchronizes and works great but as soon as the music stops and we have a big study going on in Brazil right now because we in our pilot study we proved this out what I'm talking about now at the end of the music the brain went right back to their stress state there was no brain training oh, but so we added we stick. took yeah. yeah so we took that same music and we put our algorithm my algorithm that I developed behind it it took 72 hours for the brain to go back to its normal state
0: wow
1: and what we found was if we could interrupt that pattern every 72 hours or before that It never went back to that state. It created a new super state. And that's what we're helping you to create by doing it three times a day. Now, on top of that, all of those things are changing your epigenetics or changing your gene expression. Sure. But now we need to change through positive psychology what we're saying to each other. They say that we say we talk to ourselves, whatever, 80,000 words a day. I don't shut up. (laughs) <laughs> right. So the, the problem is I'm sure yours are all beautiful, loving statements about yourself. But the know, average person, they, they say the average person has 80% negative self-talk. If yeah, we talk yeah. to other people the way we talk to ourselves, nobody'd want to even be with us. Yeah, so yeah. we need to change that profile because those words are changing us.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, and
1: Bruce Lipton, who's a good friend of mine from a Quantum University, yeah, he would yeah. say that um, you know, 80% of who we are is our genes. But they're not, I mean, 20% is mom and dad's genes. 80% is the epigenetic experience, which means Absolutely. what are the food we're eating, the thoughts we're thinking, the people we're hanging out with. All of those things are really important. So when, we, when you combine all of those, now what we did with BrainTap is you can take and go all the way down to just having the sound alone. Some people, they can't handle it all. You know, oh, most really? people can, about, about 90% of the people can, but there's about 10% of the population. Once they get on all that information, it's too much. They're not, yeah, they don't have the infrastructure. So it's kind of like you live in uh, a small town in America and you're doing a big fair and you're wondering why everybody's backed up and nothing's traveling through those highways. Those roads, are the, we got to build that neuroplasticity so that they can handle the information. And it starts with the brain, then goes down through the body. So that's why you can start with just sound like a lot of people will start with just binaural beats. You know, and then you add binaural beats and music, maybe, and binaural beats and isochronic tones, binaural beats, isochronic tones, and light therapy. Then you can start doing, but most people, you know, 90% of our people, you just boom right out of the gate, they're able to do it. And that's how we demo it, you know, okay. so that we can see. And we'll, we get about one out of every hundred that just kind of freak out a little bit because it's too much energy. They, they, they feel it. It's, it becomes a visceral experience for them. Most people have a very relaxing experience, but there will be that. One or two people out of a hundred that will have that other experience.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, okay, so light frequency sound music, one, two, three, four, one more.
1: In in words. Words.
0: The, so yes. yeah, because I've been listening to you, Dr. Yeah. Patrick Porter, for yeah. for a couple of weeks now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been so the words in my are, head. Right. I always tell people your best thinking brought you here. Yes. I mean, yes. could you imagine getting a brand new computer but not upgrading the software? We yeah, get a brand yeah. new body every two years. But some yeah. people have their old software running. You know, they, they, keep, they keep reloading that same software. And even when the absolutely. updates come, they deny them. They go, we yeah. don't want any updates. This well, is the we way we've always change. done it. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so let's talk a bit about, I mean, because there's, I mean, it is mind-blowing how much is available to people in your app and mm-hmm. how many different programs. So, and I think that what I've been doing was the, it's kind of like the sampler program. Right, you. It's the twenty-one day journey. You do this for twenty-one days, and you get access. You get exposed to many different things. There are certain times when I'm just getting, I guess, the binaural beats. Um, mm-hmm. Other times where I, you know you're having a beautiful discussion with me. There are even times where there's another voice that is speaking to me, and I try very hard. I mean, personally, I try to focus on you, and I let the other voice. I you know, I'm, i I kind of have this conscious relaxation that says you know this other voice is doing whatever it's doing i'm just going to allow it maybe i imagine i'm allowing it to access a different part of my brain to do something yeah. i don't need to know about consciously maybe right. um
1: yeah. yeah well the reality is you don't need to know about any of that because your conscious mind only controls five percent right and the problem is most people spend 100 percent of their time trying to change the five percent yes we need to change that 95 percent. so the two voices If you're not listening with the headset, the double voice programs will actually get the brain to do more neurological training. You don't have to listen to either. But what's happening is we have a first attention and a second attention. We don't have a third attention. Hmm. So if if you're listening to the middle voice, which they're usually all me, and then you're listening to the right ear, the left ear, and typically people will actually make it up they'll make up another story. they go, every time I listen to something different, that's so cool how you did that. Well, it's all the, it's recorded. So it's not, it's not, not something changing. different, but the brain, we have what we call slippage in the brain, right? So if you're reading a book, no matter how fast you read it, you're not gonna remember everything. So no. that's the slippage we're talking about. So what we're doing is those positive messages are basically to keep you on track because our brain is, unfortunately, our brain is designed to go off track because if we just stay so focused on one thing, A bear could crawl up, come up behind us, or we could be attacked. So we're all there's a some people have it more than others. They they're able to you know focus and stay focused, but most people have the attention span of a goldfish, you know, like five seconds. So we we, we need we need to we need to and so we're we're training that, and and what happens is most people will get into a super state and they'll have what we call an island time experience. And the main reason for this is our nervous system. Think of the nervous system as flowing from one state to the next. And if we're able to do the dance, we're in stress, we're in relax, we're stressed, we're in relax, we're stressed, we're Relaxed. It's time to sleep, we go to sleep, it's time to wake up We wake up. Most people don't have that capacity. They basically go to exhaustion, then they try right. to sleep and their brain wakes up and they go, what's going on? Why, why am I not able to sleep? Two thirds of America can't sleep and that's a dysregulated brain. Yeah. And you can take all the supplements you want. If you don't first work on the brain, you're not it's not, but if you use if you work on the brain and take those supplements, you get a powerful synergy that happens. If you do breath work at the same time, that's even better.
0: Yeah. Well, I will tell you that um, you know, and to my shock, because when I first saw the lights, I was like, There's no way these blue lights are helping me to sleep. I'm calling bullshit. And I'm like, you will wear the thing and ride it out. We will see what happens. And there may have been one night, and I don't have trouble sleeping, but I will say that, and I have not one, but, you know, like any good biohacker, yeah. I have two devices that measure <laughs> my sleep. <laughs> um, and although they don't agree on a lot of things, I would say that I've been averaging up to 50% between my REM and my deep sleep, which is pretty it's a lot. I mean, it's yeah, a lot a, for anyone. Good
1: score. And but- even
0: when I'm getting five, five and a half hours of sleep, cause I've been doing some traveling. So I've had some unfortunate nights where I'm not getting nearly enough horizontal time. Yeah. And my sleep efficiency has been off the charts. It's pretty, it's impressive. Um, yeah.
1: I was, I was in meetings all day yesterday in Houston and the guy was amazed because I was actually in an airport for two days. And, but I did four brain tap sessions. I didn't get to sleep at all. Wow. And I was in these meetings and he goes, you didn't sleep last night. I said no. I was in the Charlotte airport because I didn't get off the plane till two thirty, and the other flight was at five thirty, so I could yeah. walk down to the gate and wait. But I, in it's like, but our brain now you can't do that for long. Nobody no, can. No, no, you will get,
0: eventually pay the price. Yeah. Of
1: course, yeah. You've, yeah. Got, you've got to get the deep sleep. It was so nice getting to the hotel and getting seven hours of sleep and seeing my ninety-five sleep score again <laughs> because you know it's. it's
0: <laughs> I know we try not to feel judged, but you know yeah. we do. We do. Yeah. We do get in an, the and an inordinate amount of joy when we get like a, you know, the singing, you get a great recovery score and a sleep score and you're like, yes, Mm -hmm. I nailed it. So let's, let's, I mean, look, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm only beginning to guess that there are a gajillion applications for this kind of technology, but maybe we could talk. I mean, so obviously, so for sleep, what are you seeing with people who actually have sleep issues? So, and as you say-
1: Yeah, we have a really good sleep study that we just we just finished and actually published and presented to NIH two weeks ago in Scottsdale, Arizona. It was, it was awesome in the, in the, this was the NIH. There's two divisions of NIH. One is the pills and potions and one is the uh, integrative medicine. So I'm talking about the integrative medicine side, not the pills and potions. But the the head of that division, after she saw our study, she came over to the booth and, and she was in pain and I had her do the pain series and she was out of pain. She goes, what just happened to me? I said, you just activated your own pharmacy. You know, the brain is the most powerful pharmacy on earth. You just got into that deep theta and and said, you can get rid of it if you want. Really? And I showed her with our device, our NeuroCheck. She was so amazed. She goes, we need to do some studies. I actually been communicating with her ever since then. She wants to help us get a $5 million grant to, to study the results because she couldn't believe it herself, you know? And she said, she goes, I'm going to walk you through, we're going to get this done because she's never seen anything that actually works like that. I mean, right away, instantaneously, but in the sleep study, we, we took, I can't imagine anyone having worse sleep as a group of population than coal miners. Okay, so yeah. we, went to, we yeah. went to Western Australia. They don't ever see the light of day.
0: Right, yeah. They go to
1: sleep in the dark. They work in the dark. They leave in the dark. Their body, if you want to, if somebody wants to talk about circadian rhythms and, and mm-hmm. how that all works, there's no better group. So in the research that we have that's available at uh, braintapresearch.com, we actually presented, we had two different groups. We had one group that did the headset, one group that did just the earbuds because we wanted to see what would happen if you just used sound. And what we found out was in three weeks using the headset, we improved the sleep score of the minors as a group by 70%. Um, They were able to sleep through the night and they were able to recover. The others that were just using the app alone for the first, uh, for the six weeks, the first six weeks, it took them six weeks to have that same score.
0: But they did get it in the end. Yes,
1: they did, did it. It just takes twice as long. But the most incredible part was the accidents went down. Wow. Because oh, wow. if you don't sleep, they say if you don't sleep well for three nights in a row, it's like drinking a couple beers. Absolutely. You know, and you're running around. So we we've done so many sleep studies that um but they weren't officially done like this one. We, this one had an IRB. We went through it. And it yeah. was one of my graduate students from Quantum ran the study, a doctor out of Australia. And we used all the equipment to measure it and, and to do it right and do all this, the Pittsburgh sleep scores and all of that. So, but we're going to be doing more because we're, we actually have a sleep study going on with PTSD right now in the military with um, Seminole College down in Florida
0: folks, quick word from our sponsor, Berkeley Life Professional. If you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard me talk about nitric oxide, a vital molecule made naturally in the body responsible for vasodilation and circulation. But as we produce less of it as we age, resulting in diminished blood flow, I, along with many of my listeners, have been supporting our nitric oxide levels with an easy daily dietary nitrate supplement called Berkeley Life. But did you know that nitric oxide also has topical impacts? Berkeley Life's new topical nitric oxide serum combines vitamin C and nitrite to create nitric oxide gas directly on the skin. I get a beautiful blush for about five or 10 minutes as the serum goes to work on my skin's microvasculature without any kind of burning or tingling sensation. I'm now using the serum daily alongside my Berkeley Life Supplement. As the biggest organ in my body, I know my skin is thanking me for the improved delivery of oxygen and nutrients being delivered through my circulatory system thanks to nitric oxide. Berkeley Life is available only through health practitioners. So you can access Berkeley Life products at berkeleylife.com and use my practitioner code N-I-D-D-B-L to place your order and get 10% off that first order. Once again, berkeleylife.com. And now let's get back to the episode. So then for like healthcare workers that are, or, or firefighters that are working those night shifts, I mean, the big, th- these are the toughest people to help, right? Because in a way, I mean, the miners are messed up because they never see the light, but then you have a population of people who don't even get to get into a groove. Like they're working three nights and then they're off for two days, then they're back on nights. Is, does this, can this help them basically to at least sleep when they can sleep? Like it's not gonna yeah. do it all. Right. But.
1: right, it's not gonna do it all, but what it's gonna do, it's gonna tune the brain to the right frequency. Because the light of the it, sun it. typically tells us what to do, and if we're we're up when we're a, supposed to be asleep, then there's an issue there. So we have a program that we did with the pilots that that we used. We did a a, a study with first the first responders in Kansas City. They were police officers and um, TSA that were bomb dog handlers. Yeah, you know, and we really went there because these the dogs only lived two three years.
0: You're it's kidding,
1: sad. and so there's a speak. lot of pr- Yeah, it's because they feel, we actually measured the dogs as well. and We found that when the handler is stressed, the dogs are stressed.
0: Yeah, well, I get that. I mean, animals pick up our stress, right? They're like
1: antenna. And so we, we were showing that when their handler was doing a brain tap session, the dogs would nuzzle right up to them. And do the session with them and their stress levels were going down. Oh, yeah. So we have a bigger study going on for that now with horses as well. But, the, the, uh, but what we showed was that we have to break that pattern up. And we used the study we did with pilots. So we took pilots. We have a series called Blue Sky for mm-hmm. the airline industry. And we have one of the sessions is sleep on any schedule.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it's hard to do that. So we took pilots from San Francisco to China. They fly across seven light zones. And I say light zones because we call them time zones, but it's really the light of the sun tells our body what to do. Like if we don't get to sleep before 10 o'clock or in two o'clock at night, we don't make melatonin like we should. So, uh, but that's true with every biological function of our body. So it's Mm -hmm. not just melatonin. So what we showed them was if you on that flight, every pilot gets a chance to go back to that little room and take a nap that they have on the, on the big planes. So we put a brain tap in there and on the way over, they did a brain tap. Actually, it was called the Zen Frames then because it was before brain tap. And then when they landed, they would do a brain tap. And first of all, we had to get our baseline. So to give you an idea, the airline industry says if you make that flight, you can't fly again for four days. And the reason is they they do neurological testing and they know when you're ready to fly. Mm-hmm. even though most of these planes aren't flown by anybody, you know, the, they're all being flown by their autopilot, but it, they're, they still have to be present. Right. And they have to stay awake and they have to be functioning. So we knew the baseline. We did that. We got them to that same point in four hours after landing.
0: No kidding.
1: And that was amazing. And the reason the airline industry had us do that, it was with us air, which unfortunately, um, and they used United pilots for this because they didn't have pilots that did that. But the, what happened during the study, we proved it, but they still wouldn't implement yeah, it, it it's too because much. They, they don't understand it. it was, this was back in, uh, I think, 2008, and I think we might get further now today. So if somebody's listening to this and you have a group of pilots you want to test this on, Braintap's willing to put out the resources to do it nice. because we we know it's going to work. And the same thing with first re- responders. What happens, this is true for anything of high intensity. Mm-hmm. So it could be high-intensity workout, could be high-intensity Fight with your loved ones, you know, or whatever. It could be it could be, you know, PTSD in the military field or in personal life. After that happens, if we do not get the brain back to balance, the brain starts to believe that's normal. Mm. And so it starts to regulate out of balanced states into imbalanced states, even though they don't feel good, they feel irritable, angry, but the brain starts to say, This is our life. Like people, I, I really don't like ever hearing the word the new normal. Yeah. There is no such thing as the new normal because our nervous system is always adapting and changing. So the new normal isn't being stressed and angry and upset all the time. The new normal should be getting rebooting and saying, Hey, today's a new day. How am I going to live this to my fullest? How am I going to, that's what biohackers do, right? How can I get the most out of every day, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And if you can do that, it's going to be much better that there is no normal.
0: No no agreed so okay so that that kind of checks off the sleep so let's let's look at another group of people that is growing and growing and growing and this is this realm of anxiety and i'm seeing it like we're seeing it across the spectrum and we're seeing it in small children and in teenagers and young adults and ele- like there's no i don't think there's any age group or demographic or psychographic that is untouched by anxiety right now i just i mean it was true 2 years ago and anybody that got left behind two years ago is pretty much on that boat. So right. so two yeah, questions a... there. So for anxiety and two, is there an age that you wouldn't use brain tap for?
1: No, we, if you go online, you'll see babies. There's one okay. I love where the baby's crying and the mother puts the headset on. The baby stops crying with colic, takes it off. The baby starts crying, puts it on, stops crying. It's like, it's like a, you couldn't pay the baby to do that. You no, can't pay the so... baby to do it no. You really need you really don't need it up to four four years old because the brain is still mostly in the, almost like an expanded state of consciousness this. It's not, it's still just absorbing reality. It's not really processing it. But as soon as the, as soon as the child spits back the food and says, I'm in control, not just out of reflex, but just, you know, starts making their own choices. You could probably use it. We've done tests up to people 103 years old and got neurological benefit. So there's really no one who can't use it other than people who have photaic epilepsy, which is a small group of people, you know, that's the, and they can use the sound. I was going to say,
0: couldn't
1: they just use ear earbuds?
0: They could use the earbuds. Okay. Uh, So for example, when we
1: think about, yeah, when you think about anxiety and stress disorders and things of that nature, what's, what's at the root of it is the stress disorder. So we're not, nobody's really trained how to handle stress. You can't eliminate stress. What no, we have no. to do is build more capacity to handle stress and that's what athletes do right they in order for them to perform at their highest level for an hour of football or you know basketball or hockey or whatever it is they've got to really work that capacity most of us never work our capacity you know biohackers do of course because that's what they're doing every day they're measuring their sleep they're what happens when i eat this food all the most people don't do most people at the end of the day lay in bed with, with after taking their acid and going why do I have acid reflux? And they think yeah. you're supposed to be uh, eliminating the acid, right? They don't, they, they, don't know the, they don't know they need digestive enzymes or maybe eat different foods. The, uh, so, so, yeah,
0: exactly. Or maybe so, lay off the wine and the coffee. I
1: don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's some different things they can do. So what happens physiologically to the body, or especially during times of stress? So they, there was actually a report that came out that showed one year of stress like COVID, the hippocampus will shrink three quarters of an inch. right. So why does that happen? It happens because under stress, blood flow to the hippocampus is reduced. And that's the part of our brain that is part of reasoning power, not just the frontal lobe, but this hippocampus is the one that goes back and gets our past and brings it to the present, takes our short-term memories, makes long-term memories, and vice versa. So if that part is damaged because we don't have energy, Mm -hmm. blood flow, the brain has to say, okay, we only have 90% of the energy we need for the brain. What's the 10% of the brain we're going to give up? Yeah. So it's what's it going to give up is creative thinking.
0: Yeah. Problem
1: solving. It's going to stay in survivor mode.
0: Yeah. Not Going back to Darth Vader back there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So but if we can keep, you know, the creative people and people who are problem solvers, they didn't stop working on themselves because of what was happening in 2020 and 2021. In fact, most people got better. They go, wow, you mean we have all this time now to work on ourselves? Where, you know, when somebody tells me they had the 15 pounds of COVID or whatever it is, I'm going, shame on you. You had every opportunity to work on yourself. There was no excuses.
0: You weren't commuting, (laughs) you
1: weren't,
0: (laughs) exactly.
1: So, but what happens is stress when Buddha over 5,000 years ago said, all unhappiness stems from unfavorable comparisons. Mm. So when you think about what's going on with anxiety and stress, everyone for some reason believes that the grass is always greener on the other side of it, road, Absolutely. right? Everybody's perfectly happy with their cars until their neighbor gets a new one or somebody they know gets a new one and they go, oh my God, I, I don't love myself enough. I got to go buy myself another car, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, the, and, and so we start that. getting, yeah, you know, yeah. we start getting all the toys instead of what could we do? I'm not, I'm not against getting toys, but the, the, uh, you know, I have a boat, and I have a new car. So, you know, those things happen, but the, you know, I'm doing them so we can have family time. Right. So the, in all these kind of things, what is your intention behind them? Mm-hmm. So if we, if we know, and and I work hard because I love what I do, but that doesn't mean I don't get stressed, but every day I do a brain tap. I've not mm-hmm. missed a day since the eighties. I mean, why would I, yeah. and, you know, I, I, I love it when I get interviewed on TV and radio all the time, they go, do you use the technology? I'm going, Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm going. They ask me all the time, like, like for some reason I'm going to create something, I'm not going to use it. But there are so many people out there that promote things that they don't actually use themselves.
0: Absolutely.
1: This is something that that I think anxiety and stress are a natural byproduct of dysregulated brain function. Mm-hmm. Because if if we don't have a solution to our problem or if we don't have hope, we don't have long-term thinking. And all those people that had just immediate gratification, they got slammed. They were like what Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan till they get hit. They got hit big time. There was no more immediate gratification. They had to live with the person they married 24-7 mm-hmm. and find out either we're going to make this work. There were more divorces during COVID than ever before because they realized who they were married to and they didn't like it. There was yeah. the great resignation because people realized, why am I going into work and getting all this stress and all this anxiety when you know, I'm better than that. And they, they said, the hell with it. I'm, I'm resigning. I'm going to make my own future, you know, and, but other people just caved in. There were more, there's more suicides. Now there's more, uh, you know, anxiety disorders, and there's not enough mental health and mental wellness practitioners out there. And unfortunately they're all doing the wrong thing. If I talk about suffering
0: from anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So how does brain tap help? Does brain, because, I, you know, if BrainTap can help you to have shoulder surgery without anesthetic, yeah. I'm putting it out there that you know there's got to be something in here that's going to help those people. If we don't over, if we cannot overwhelm them, so I'm going
1: to um, I'm going to put a plug in for Ben Greenfield's new documentary that's coming out. It's called Biohacking Happiness. Yeah. And yeah. the the reason for that is happiness is an equation of energy. Mm-hmm. If you look at all the people that are unhappy. They're like energy vampires. You know, we all know the people when they walk in the room, it gets a little dimmer. You want to be the person when you walk in the room, it gets a little brighter. Absolutely. And, and so when our, when our energy systems are up and we and, and literally this is, a, this is a scientific fact now, they did a study. They can measure the photic exchange of a human being. That's why night vision goggles work. And somebody says, what do you mean? Why do you think night vision goggles work? Because we're emitting infrared light. And it picks it up on those cameras, you know, on the little devices they were. Yeah. So the people who are in love, gratitude, peace, and harmony, they actually emit 200 times more energy through their heart chakra than people who are in fear, anxiety, and stress. So when somebody is depressed and anxious, they're addicted to it. I'm sorry to say, if somebody's out there that way. But in some people are so far gone, they might need some pharmaceutical help, but it's got to be temporary because Mm -hmm. there has never been an SSRI that's been proven result driven after two months. They were designed to only be used for six weeks.
0: Yeah. Look how many people
1: they go, what does the doctor say? I'm sorry. You, you're, you have genetic depression. You have to, now they have, um, it's almost like insulin resistance, you know, that we have now people are becoming uh, resistant to these pharmaceuticals, because the brain's going, what the hell is this? I can do this better. Yeah. Well, they, and
0: the receptors are, are getting numbed out, right, or involuting, or whatever the case may be. I mean, the neurochemistry just doesn't respond anymore. So, so
1: how is it working? When we get into a state of too much beta, if, especially if we get above, let's say, 18 to 30 hertz frequency, if that becomes the predominant beta brainwave, you're going to produce an inordinate amount of adrenaline, and cortisol, Mm. those two together are going to shrink the brain's capacity to function because they're going to put you into ready, set, go mode. And you're just reactionary. You're just, you know, you're like a special forces. You're just ready to take on the world. Somebody says one thing and you have a hair trigger and you just, and that's not a good way to live. You know, we don't want to feel like we're always on the, on the end of the cliff and we're going to jump off. So we have to trigger more alpha activity. Alpha produces acetylcholine. We know that when we're by a fire or sitting by an ocean, we start to feel good. That's because the brain is matching the frequency of the environment. It's 10 hertz. So now we're getting bathed in this neurochemical of acetylcholine. We're supposed to, when we go to sleep, go through phases of sleep, cycles. That's why you're saying the REM sleep, the deep sleep, all those things. And what happens with brain tap is we're taking you through that cycle of sleep, but you're doing it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So then you're, you're re, it's like making instead of only making your deposits into your neurological bank account at night while you sleep, you get to make that neurological deposit in the morning or in the afternoon or right before sleep. So now you don't have to offload all that stress. Now you can get right to the business of sleeping. You, yeah. don't, have to, you don't have to wash that all out. Now, Theta, unfortunately, in the world we live in when we're measuring brains, and we've, we've been fortunate to measure about 30,000 brains in the last 10 years. Wow the over 70% of the people we measure have more delta activity which I'll talk about in a moment but they have very little or no theta activity mm-hmm. theta is important because theta it produces something called gaba
0: yes
1: gaba gaba is the most right now before covid was the most researched neurological supplement they were trying to figure out how they could bottle it and sell it because if you don't have GABA you can't sleep you can't think you can't there's so many things but we have the capacity to literally dump thousands of dollars of that every time you do a brain tap session Mm -hmm. so we can't buy as much I mean you could take GABA over the counter but that's a fraction of a fraction of what you could produce on your own by going into theta and and by the way your body loves your own theta It doesn't, I mean, GABA, it doesn't really like the store bought one, especially if it's synthetic, you know, so it might give, it might give somebody a lift. So those are being built up the more alpha theta that we produce those brain waves in balance. So just to get put in perspective, we should be functioning around 40 to 45% beta, 30% alpha. This gives us that good balance between reaction and intuitiveness. You know, we need that for problem solving and just living our life. You know, we. Nothing is given in this life, so we always have to be thinking, you know, something's going on. But Theta is that part that they now associate with the inventive mind, like all the creative geniuses from Tesla, Einstein, you know, Edison, all these people all had a a process where they would go to sleep with a problem and wake up with a solution. You know, people have that, and and actually Silva taught one, He called, uh, you know, there was the a perpetual question. You'd 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 write down the question you had, put it under your pillow. You'd wake up in the morning and you're going to have the answer right on a pad of paper. Uh, that's because if you give the subconscious something to do, it never sleeps. So it might as well be working on your problems and give you a good exactly. solution. When <laughs> and so that's important. Now, when you get into Delta, Delta is serotonin. So a lot of people are taking SSRIs, which are serotonin uptake inhibitors, which i'm not telling anyone to get off their their pharmaceuticals go to your doctor and get off them but the 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 reality is that we already have too much serotonin mm-hmm. most people are running around with so much and that's a sign of inflammation or traumatic brain injuries and we need a when we're awake we should only have 10% or less of that when we're sleeping we should have 70% or more of it so we should be building our serotonin bank account at night while we sleep, not while we're awake. But most people, just to put in perspective for the listeners, if you're the type of person that you're doing, 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 you get a lot done, but at the end of the day, you sit, on the, you sit in your chair your couch to watch a little television or decompress with a book, and next thing you know, you're sleeping. Yeah, That's because your brain does not know how to regulate. It would go, 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 but it doesn't know how to shift gears. Mm-hmm. into that, that, that really that parasympathetic state without falling asleep because your body's a neurological exhaustion.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: it, it's like pulling a parachute all day long. And yeah. at the end of the day, you finally get to put the parachute down and you go, ah, yeah. next thing yeah. you know, you're sleeping Yeah. And, and you're not getting good sleep because good sleep means you've offloaded the stress first Mm-hmm. Then you go to sleep. If you don't offload the stress, people can have gnawing of the, you know, they grind their teeth. They grind their teeth, yeah, or
0: nightmares. Yeah,
1: nightmares, and they have rigid muscles. Now, the one brainwave state that most people we're now learning about is gamma, and uh, gamma actually produces GABA too. So w- there's not a lot of ways to trigger GABA on your own, but they do know that. A static states like when you have that epiphany or if you're an athlete and you're in the zone that you produce more GABA I mean more gamma which is produced in GABA so theta theta and gamma produce the same neurotransmitters
0: interesting so it's like
1: so like gamma is like a super like a super state yeah. of theta, and and it's just it's incredible what we're I mean they, they don't know a lot about gamma yet other than uh some of these plant-based medicines really triggered the brain to go into that physiologically. And then you yeah. have these, um, there's a place right on the uh, right side of the brain right over here that really lights up when you're having these spiritual experiences. So they're, they're trying to say, this is the region of the brain that needs to be activated. We we trigger that a lot just because I saw that research. So people can have those kind of experiences, but the, without the drugs.
0: Know, yeah. yeah. Without the drugs. So, so then, um, so there's obviously there's many different ways to use this um, and you mention athletes quite a lot. So I would imagine that you have athletes that use their brain tap before a game and probably after a game, right? Yeah. To help. Our, the our most
1: famous one is uh, he was on uh, Joe Rogan and Joe asked uh, Corey Anderson, who's a boxer, he said, What are you doing? Are you doing hypnosis? Anything else? He goes, Oh, I'm just doing this brain tap thing, you know. And then, and then Joe puts it up on the screen and talks about it. And um, we haven't heard from him. We did send him a brain tap, but we haven't heard anything from him. But the um, I know he's really into like hypnosis and positive thinking and things like that. So I thought maybe he would contact us. But he was one of the ones that when he was being interviewed, Corey Anderson on ESPN, he had just knocked out his guy in 42 seconds in the round. And on TV, he asked him. He said, Corey. How did you know, you know, what was going on? Because he said, I knew it. I knew it. He was, you know, running around the, the, the ring doing that. He said, well, before I came out here, I was listening to my brain tap and I was listening to step into the spotlight of your life. And I saw myself knocking him out at 42 seconds. Wow. So he visualized it and then realized it in the ring. Now, the one that I think is most important for your listeners is what we did with Kansas City Sport. We have that's a, so, a professional soccer team and mm-hmm. they have a 20 station brain tapping room. And their physical therapist asked me, uh, Patrick, how can we prove to them that BrainTap's doing something? Because these are super high performers, you know, athletes, yeah. and, you know, they already know what they know. And it's very hard to get them off the dime. You know, they they yeah. do what they do, you know, to, to do it. And, I mean, even Tom Brady has been known to say on in interviews that he uses BrainTap. So I'm not saying that that's why he's that good, but he's, you know, he uses it for recovery. But what we did with Kansas City Sport was – we showed them with, with our NeuroCheck, which is an advanced HRV, what, what was their uh, level of coherency before they practiced? What mm-hmm. is it like after? It's going to look worse because we, they stressed out their body. Yeah. Four hours later, we need to measure it. And if it's not back to their baseline, they're either overtraining or they're not in shape. You know, they need to do something. So we showed them that. And then we said the next day we had them do... The, the brain tap. And then we had, I mean, we had them do the, we measured them before, measured them after, we had them do a brain tap, measured them after. They were actually better after the 20 minutes of brain tap than they were after four hours of their own recovery. Wow. So what they did was they put in the lymphatic drainage boots and brain tap, and they have a 20 station room that everybody goes to after they leave practice, because they want to, the, any times of periods of stress, like I was saying earlier, you need to capture that neuroplasticity.
0: Stress mm-hmm.
1: is not bad for the body. Stress prolonged is bad for the body. Exactly. Stress, yeah. yeah. Stress in short burst is really good for the body. Yeah. Cause that's why like, you know, I, I was in Mesa a few weeks ago and, um, I got into one of those cold tanks. I'd never done the cold plunges yeah. and I did three and a half minutes, which, uh, I did scream like a little girl for the first part, but, <laughs> but other than that, but you know, you're, uh, that's really good for the body. You know, when okay. we were little. We used to get into a cold plunge and a warm plunge, cold plunge. And this was just at our Y center. They had it set up. They called it a Swiss, Swiss bath. Now yeah. biohackers yeah. are doing it a little differently. But I mean, and then, of course, we get into hot saunas. So you exactly. go from cold water to hot saunas. This is we're stressing out the cellular system. But then the body then regulates and says, OK, if that's as hot as it gets and this is as cold as it gets, this is this is easy. You know, yeah, 74 degrees. Yeah. 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 It's that whole what
0: doesn't kill you makes you stronger idea. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so yeah, so for recovery and, and what about, so with these athletes, I mean, it's interesting, you mentioned a boxer and you've mentioned a lot of football players. One of their big issues, of course, are TBIs, whether, you know, there's the TBIs we see where the guy gets knocked out. But frankly, by the time they get to the level that they're at, they've probably sustained a thousand TBIs.
1: Yes. And so we're we're right now, we're right now in the middle of a pro football, basketball, and hockey. These are all starters in their professions. We're doing a neuroprotective study to see how long they can go without a concussion using brain tap. We're measuring them, we're tracking it over time. And we did this out of a study we did in in Michigan with Dr. Ted Arkfeld. He did a study, he's the doctor for the high school. So if you were a cheerleader or a football player or anything in between, if you got a concussion that year, you went through his protocol. 50% during this uh, two years ago, there wasn't a lot of activity, but the activity that was there, 50% of them got brain tap. That we then followed them for a year after treatment. So they all got the same neurological care, but 50% got brain tap at the end of that treatment. And so what happened a year later, we went back and did all the neurological testing. That group that used brain tap was between 30 and 70% neurological improvements over all areas of their physiology and and nervous system. So we just published that paper and we have uh, Florida Atlantic University and Seminole College now are doing a bigger study with that because this was a, a high school study so now course colleges don't believe it would happen in college it happened in high school so then then we're gonna then we'll hopefully we'll be able to move it to the pro sports because yeah pros always say well it happened in college but i don't know if it work in pros but we we find that the reason the recovery it's so important at the time the sooner you can get to the problem and start to solve it the less long-term damage happens
0: absolutely well because you have neurons dying right like you've got you've got the you've got the brain not getting enough blood flow and i would imagine. Blood flows increasing here, like you're definitely, you're just nourishing the brain.
1: As- right. Yeah, that's what the light's doing, blood flow, circulation, nitric oxide release, all those things. And if you put on top of that a really good nutrient, yeah. you know, once you're doing it, then when we did the study, of course, it was just brain cap. We could get a lot better results if we put in the good nutrients for the brain and um, got them actually doing some movement and breath therapy. There's a lot of other things you can do to accelerate that result.
0: Well, you know, and it's funny you mentioned that because it's like anything, you know, I talk a lot about peptides and bioregulators and people are always asking me, well, what's the peptide for that? or what, what can I do for this? And, and it's, it's almost always an array. It's almost always a multiple. Like I would think it would be really interesting to see tap with some of the peptides like C-Lank and C-Max that are really great peptides for the brain and, and are being researched for neurodegenerative diseases and anxiety. and
1: just, just a week ago, I was in Miami. And first time I was ever introduced to where I could actually do some testing with peptides. Yeah, and it blew me away.
0: Yeah. What happens
1: yeah. neurologically? So I would love to talk to you about that at some point. Maybe we can do a study and have one of the colleges support it. Or something. Like I think that.
0: it would be amazing. I think it's, uh, I, you know, it's, it's again, it's, it's how do we like, you know, one plus one can be 10. Yes. Never mind three, like one right. plus one could be 10 if you've got the right ones. So and so, do you have studies also? And I'm I'm guessing every question I'm going to ask, you've got to study. But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm just throwing things at the wall yeah. at this point because I'm just fascinated by all this. So for neurodegenerative diseases, are you've got to be working on that for yeah, sure? Yeah, we have
1: we have a couple of really big studies going on with that, and we have one that's finished. It's actually written about in a book called Saving Your Brain by Dr. Kelly Miller. Yeah. We did this study with him. We took women 55, 65 years old. And we sent them all to their doctor. He he already thought that they were in the dementia scale. These are not, did not have Alzheimer's. So I need to make sure you understand. These are dementia patients. Yeah. So they were they were told by their doctor, look, you're just going to get worse. Prepare yourself. There's nothing we can do. Blah, 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 blah. These are young
0: people, like their 50s yeah. and 60s. Right. Like, yeah. Right.
1: So in i don't know if they all took statins or whatever but i'm i'm going to say probably <laughs> they did cuz they the brain is fat so you can't strip out all the fat of your body and think your brain's going to function right so yeah. the in, in the process what we did is we sent them to their doctor to make sure they were diagnosed they all got the diagnosis from the doctor you have dementia there's nothing we can do for you you're on your way so now we had that diagnosis we put them on a protocol three times a day actually the same protocol you're doing except the afternoon session was different because we actually found out the left hemisphere was moving slower than the right. So in the app, in the neurofeedback section, there's one called new mind. Those have frequencies for the right and left brain. And if you have a QEG, you can pair up the solution with the problem. So what we did is we, so we have that for our doctors. So in this group, we had them do that series for six weeks in the afternoon. So they did the AM programs in the morning to wake up their brain or the SMR. Because this is also, that's the brainwave between alpha and, and beta. That's mm-hmm. the one that atrophies as we get better looking and more intelligent with age. So those, those are the, that's why we need to keep that one really active and going. So yeah. we do that first thing in the morning. We call that digital coffee. In the evening, we had them do the down regulation because what, ha- what usually happens when the brain is dysregulated is during the day, it, it's regulating toward delta. But then at night, they, they put their head down. All of a sudden, beta peaks and they can't yeah. sleep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now
1: because the physiology isn't moving and they don't have all that inflammation, you know, basically miscommunicating to their brain. So we have to calm that brain down and get them to sleep. So over six weeks, so six weeks, we also had them take, Of course, the Pittsburgh sleep study, we had them take the the depression scores and all of that. Mm -hmm. We improved all of those across the board. But in six weeks, once we had their brain balanced and we could in the morning get the brain balanced uh, consecutively four days in a row, which took about six weeks, we sent them back to their doctor and just say, hey, I've been doing some special things. I said, can I take that test again? Every one of them qualified to be in their regular age group. None of them are on the dementia scale in six weeks we measured their brain pre and post with, with something called the new mind. It's a P it's a QEG machine, but you can also use the Wabi to do the same thing. We measured their brain voltage and that's called neuroplasticity in the real world. So we, we, what we did was we found a 49% improvement in neuroplasticity over six weeks.
0: Wow! And
1: then we measured them again, six months later, because we want to, we want to show neuro, neuro fitness or brain fitness. Mm-hmm. So anybody can get results at the time, and get people to feel better. But what happens a year later, six months later, five years later. So during the study, they all kept their neural change and mostly got better. You can only improve so much once you get to a certain point, you know, once you get to an AB student, you can't yeah. really, there's not a grade above that. So, but what was happening was in, we started implementing other things like physical fitness is a yeah. part of it. Sure. We, we got them doing breathing exercises exercises so we taught them things they could do at home to keep their mental fitness instead of letting it atrophy again because the brain just like a muscle although it's not a muscle it's it's a it's the nervous system yeah. it, if it's not used the brain is an energy hog uses 20 sure. percent of everything first it gets the first it's like the king it gets the first air first water. yeah so yeah. uh but if you're feeding and we got them to get off most of them were on some kind of carbonated drink you know, mm-hmm. soda pop, you know, mm-hmm. different things like that. They didn't, sugar was rampant. Yeah. So of course we got them all. Now during the study, we didn't change any of their diet.
0: Oh, wow. Because so all we just did, did the brain tap.
1: Just yeah. did the brain tap. But once you change the, the worst thing for the brain, the number one worst thing for the brain besides stress is sugar.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: That's why ketone, the ketone diets and those kinds of things are so popular now because our brain is starved for the right sugars, you know, the right yeah. kind of fuel instead of the wrong fuel. But what happened was once we did that, now we have places like Seminole College. uh, They've they've actually named their neuro center, BrainTap Neuro Center. If you go to their website, we even have a page on their website because they, they do all of our research there. And we didn't have to pay for the building writing. I mean, they just did it. We have the same thing in Brazil. With that study, we took it to Brazil. And the Brazilian government, the guy who runs the pharmaceutical college, did three studies with BrainTap to prove that we were a digital drug. Those studies are done. I can't share them all with you yet because we haven't published them, but they're all fantastic. We're going to blow the minds of people because we showed that we regulate 54 different neurohormones and we downregulate stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. So get the brain working right. And they did three studies because that's what the pharmaceutical colleges are used to. So they can get one that works. All three of ours showed significance in the areas of brain function and they're doing it to replace, they did it as a fibromyalgia study. Mm-hmm. Because in America, most doctors unfortunately think it's a mental problem. It's not a physical problem. And I tell people it's not always a mental problem. It could be a physio, physiological problem. Sure. Because yeah. our, our, phys, our psychology and our physiology are linked. There's not of one course, without the other.
0: Yeah.
1: So we're going to, the government itself actually paid a quarter million dollars to do those studies. And we get to use them they have a down there it's called Invisa, it's not FDA, and Invisa oversaw the studies, and they're just blown away. so now the next step is they're going to actually provide brain tap as a service to the Brazilian people in replacing opioids. Wow. And, and while that was happening, we have a we have a, two different insurance companies, one in Florida and one in California that actually approved braintap for pt for pis for personal injury cases mm-hmm. and because our neuro our neurocheck can show need brain tap shows the solution they're actually giving it free to the patients in one year of brain tap if they've been in an auto accident or some kind of injury and the insurance company is paying for it because we get such great results with those those issues
0: this episode is also brought to you by Young Goose, my hands-down favorite skincare line. These products are designed to biohack the skin and lower your skin's functional age by raising NAD levels and using cutting edge peptides and longevity molecules. The entire line of products is designed to rewind your cells to their youthful state, as well as visibly improve the appearance of fine lines, hyperpigmentation, and improve skin radiance. As you know, I absolutely love and swear by their products. I've been using Young Goose for a little over a year now, and I can safely say that this is the best skincare I've ever experienced. Now, if I had to, I would choose my top three recommendations from their line, and they would be the Bioretinol, the NAD Boosting Eye Care, and the Hyperbaric Mask. You've got to try them. If you decide to go ahead and do that, you want to use code superhuman20 to get 20% off your first purchase. If you're already a Young Goose customer, you can also save 5% by using discount code NAT5. And now let's get into the show. Quick question, uh, going back to the ladies with dementia. So they use BrainTap for how long did you say?
1: Six weeks, three times Six a weeks. day.
0: And then, and then the the results stuck for a year or did they keep using it for a year?
1: They that after that point they it was up to them. We didn't monitor them their use. Oh, I see. Um, they had the equipment though, and what we found out was, without there were a few that didn't do it at least once a day. Most of them were still doing it three times a day.
0: Yeah, you would think so. So for you, do you use it three times a day still, or do you use it? I, once a I day use day? it twice a day. So I do it every night?
1: morning. Yeah. yeah. I do it every morning when I'm home, for sure, twice a day. When I'm on the road, sometimes four times a day. Like if I'm at a show like you saw me at, yeah, when, yeah. when and everybody's in there and the chairs are open, you'll see our staff jumping on them because you know <laughs> we stayed up late the night before because we didn't get dinner till nine o'clock or something. We're not on the right schedule. Um, yeah. But it, it, when I'm at home, I actually have a sound bed that a company called MagnaWave made with yes. a friend of mine, Dr. Dewey's. And it has PMF in it and yeah, it has sound vibration on the bed. And, and I do that every morning. That's by 10 minute after I do another, I do TM as well. So I do that first thing I get up. I have a two hour ritual that I do every morning when I'm home. And then, so I'm done by seven o'clock to actually start the real world, whatever that is, and, and you know, get out there and do my thing. And I don't drink coffee till at least 10 o'clock. Yeah. That way I know my nervous system is regulating without chemicals. But yeah, I do yeah. usually drink one or more it just depends on the day uh, how many coffees I drink but I try not to drink more than two. The um even if it's you know the good coffee it still you don't need it. I I read, I would rather do um, you know breathing exercises up. or something yeah. to trigger it. I don't and drink then, caffeine so yeah.
0: I, it makes me it makes my teeth chatter so yeah. I just
1: don't. You, I, I actually did a talk in Scottsdale 3, three weeks ago. Unfortunately, I travel like 54 times a year to different events. But I was at a mastermind with a group that helps me. I'm, I'm part of their mastermind, but they asked me to present on BrainTap. And I sh- what I showed them was, because they were all were travelers like me, they all spoke and, you know, did yeah. lectures. And I said, this is me, 100% at home. I can, my, my nervous system regulates hundred percent. I said, that takes work. It takes about three or four days. Once I get home eating correctly, doing everything, getting, getting seven to eight hours sleep. I usually never get eight hours. I try to, but I usually do seven. I never use an alarm clock. So I just, whatever I I get up, I get up. And so, but I showed them here I was, it's got the date on it. I said, here I am. I flew across the country twice before I came to that event. And even though I did brain tap when I landed each time, it, it was not enough to get me back. So I landed in Scottsdale. I, I did I, I did a recording of my brain, had that one. And then I showed that afternoon, I did it again. I was up to 80%. I never got to 100%. When I'm on the road, it's hard for me to get over 80% for just because sure. I'm not eating good foods a lot. I'm, I mean, I we go to the nice restaurants and things when we can, but it's better if you have your own cooking. And I usually at home, I eat one meal cooked and I have my protein as another meal. So I usually only do two meals yeah. when I'm at home and, and my body does much better on that. So, you know, in the, the, so I showed them how jet lag affects people. It affects mm-hmm. me and I, and, I, and I know what to do about it. You know, that you can't just outthink it and you can't just take a, a supplement. No, no. You know, it, it's got to be a combination of things. Like you were saying earlier, there's a combination of things you can do. I know the PMF, I can't travel with it because it's too big. I just bought another one because we were at the MagnaWave event a little bit. Of, they have a new small one, a digital one that yeah. I can that I can travel with. And because I think that that works really well with BrainTap because it's working on my physiology while my brain's being worked on.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I know somebody else who was at that event, actually. I'm sure you ran into them, but uh, MagnaWave is pretty it's a pretty impressive again it's it's all impressive technology it's amazing you know how really energy i mean mm-hmm. it confirms we are energy and right. if we give our body access to ways to help to recharge it is pretty remarkable all of the amazing things that can fall into mm-hmm. place
1: Yeah. If if we if we actually had a little meter on our forehead like a battery, we would really we would change we would change our behaviors rapidly. But because we can't look inside and see the dashboard, you know, but that's what biohackers are fixing, right? The the people doing all the
0: I think it's what it's what we strive to do, right? Is to get to a point where we Reconnect with our bodies. It's get away from that. You know, it's funny. A few times you've been talking about things, and I, I think of it as it's like it's kind of like metabolic flexibility, but for the brain. For the brain to be able to slide in and out of different states, it's what ultimately we want our body to be able to burn different fuels at different times, and and just be able to slide effortlessly between them. And it's shocking how rare it's becoming now. Like it's, it's not the norm. And yeah. we...
1: that's it. That's I tell people it's neurological flexibility. So I like the way you're saying it the, because if, if we can't shit, I have a gear shifter usually, and most people run their life like they have a standard transmission. It needs yeah. to be one of these 12, like the, like the new, new 12, speed automatics. You know, you don't even feel them shifting gears. The brain just shifts and it's like a dance if the body can do it. You know, that's why I I always tell people Tai Chi, yoga and dancing are so important for the nervous system. Mm -hmm. You got to do something every day to move your nervous system. Uh, Absolutely. Doesn't have to be that sophisticated. You can just lock the door, shut the curtains, and dance, you know, and you can't not breathe and dance. I mean, you're gonna be falling down. So you know, you gotta pretty much
0: all right. So I'm gonna ask you a final question. Well, I'm gonna ask you my final question, then I'm gonna offer you, I'm gonna invite you to share something with the audience, and then we'll we'll wind it down because we could keep talking for a very long time, apparently. (laughs) So my final question for you is if you could only do brain tap once which one would it be? If you could only do it twice, which two would you choose? And so that's, that's my question. If you could only do one, which one would you choose?
1: My favorite is actually one that's called journey to Egypt. I love pyramids in Egypt, and it's an Egyptian journey down the Nile where you get to go through all the initiations to the pyramids.
0: Oh, I need to and do it's that a, one. Okay. And it's a,
1: it's a 40 minute session though. And yeah. it's a deep, it's a deep Theta Delta session and people have out of body experiences on it. I love it because a friend of mine who helped me create it choreographed the music. So it has Egyptian oh. music in the background and everything. So it's in people that discover that when are always writing me about that. Oh, when you can cause I wanted to do the seven sacred sites. That's my yes. goal. Yeah. And I, and I just met somebody who can probably, I need somebody who can choreograph the music for that. Like if I'm going to do Machu Picchu, I need that kind of music. If I'm going to, you know, th- things like that. So that, and if I was going to do two, my, my other favorite one is called busting loose from the money game. It's actually a book, but, uh, Robert Shelfield, Schalf- I did a, I did the series with him. I took his information and I have 54 books that I did this with on brain tap. It's under wake up audios and they're business books that I condensed down into, um, like, like Reader's Digest versions of the book, but you integrate it at the subconscious level. And that one to me, because it helped me over the years think about money and think about business differently, that this is just a hologram. And mm-hmm. if, if we don't change our thoughts about it, then uh, in my life, I've, I've made some pretty good money. I should not have to work anymore, but I, I make, like my wife says, you can make a lot of money, but you can lose a lot too. Cause I give it away and I do stupid things with it. So <laughs> it helped me to understand how to put things aside and really protect myself for the future when I was nice. building my franchise years ago. So uh, I created that into a, a book that, I mean, a brain tap session about the book.
0: Love it. Love it. That's fantastic. Um, okay. And then, so then if I'm What's your, what are your parting words of wisdom for the audience?
1: Well, I would love each of you to join our mission of bettering a billion brains. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the background. I know that through this biophotetic exchange, when you're together, when we're together here, even though we're remotely doing this online, there are, there's a quantum entanglement. Now we know each Mm -hmm. other when we meet somebody, when we meet you later, there's going to be a connection, a deeper connection than we had, even by meeting in Austin. So there's, I believe that if we can get a million people meditating in being in light, being in love, being, and it's not about approving of everything, just forgiving everyone, just, just being in a state of grace, then we can change the frequency of this planet because too many, we're, we're in too big of a greed mode and things like that. And I know it will happen. It's just a matter. Now the Maharishi says we only need one in a hundred. So, but just like the 21 day myth, the, uh, we yeah. do six weeks instead of 21 days, because in our research, we found it took six weeks, not 21 days. And so the, in the process of all this, I think if, if you feel called to help the planet, help yourself first, that's, that's the first true. step. Once you help yourself, like my dad did, he helped his family. We had nine kids in the family. None of us are alcoholics. None of us had drug problems because we all got help early enough in our life to realize that we had choices. So when you're thinking about, personal change or change in the world, it all starts with you. It actually starts in your heart. There's 40,000 neutrino cells that communicate with the rest of the body. More than the rest of the body communicates to any other organ, the heart communicates with the body. So get in your heart, start changing yourself at home. Once you change yourself, you'll change your family and your community. And together, if we can get a billion brains doing this, I believe we can change the world and have the kind of world that we're, we're all going to be proud to leave for our families, our grandchildren and families to come.
0: Thank you. That's beautiful. Dr. Porter, I'm so grateful that to have had this time with you and thank you so much for everything. Uh, Guys, if you want to uh, join the BrainTap experience, you can go to specials.braintap.com forward slash BSP. And your team's put together a beautiful offer for the listeners. So you guys can go check that out. Aside from that, Patrick, until we meet again, I think for sure in September, if not before then, thank you so much for your time today.
1: All right. Well, thank you for helping me get the mission out there, get the message there.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. You'd like to connect with me directly or if you'd like to leave any comments or if you have any questions about this episode please reach out to me directly through my website natnidham.com and of course if you're not already a member of the biohacking superhuman performance community on facebook that's where you'll find me every day it's a short application just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers Thanks again, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.